Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. Discipline equals freedom. That is a mantra of Jocko Willink. If you don't know anything about Jocko, I really love his, his work and his philosophies. He is a former Navy SEAL. He has a podcast, and if there's one word you would associate with Jocko, it's just it's discipline. Um, New York Times bestselling author. He actually wrote a children's book, The Way of the Warrior Kid, that we just ordered for for our kids. And Melissa and I were uh, at the gym this morning working out and listened to a podcast episode that he was a guest on. And I just I love how he talks about discipline and how simple he breaks it down. And I think it's there's something so powerful about um, applying that in our family. You know, Melissa and I have actually just recently, we had this conversation this morning at breakfast around discipline regarding our phones, all of us, that we could be more disciplined around screen time. And it wasn't just, it wasn't a mom and dad against the kids. It was all of us. And discipline, it's just, it's such a simple but profound characteristic. Is that or a trait or a... I don't know. Trait. Maybe that's a trait. It's so simple, but so profound. Like it, it, it can show up and probably does show up in every area of your life. I don't know. I told Chris that he he was like, hey, let's talk about discipline today. So he's gonna take the lead here and I'll and I'll jump in. But one thing that I'm thinking of right now is I think a lot of times as humans, we either think, oh, around a lot of things, but specifically about discipline, it's either like, oh, I either do have it or I don't have it. Like I'm a person who doesn't have discipline or I, maybe you identify that you do have discipline, but I think that, I don't know. I think maybe sometimes that in and of itself gets in the way of having discipline. Yeah. The story you tell yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's a lot of, I heard someone recently talk about quit saying you're introverted or quit saying you're extroverted. You know, it's like just, just that, that it couldn't, it, it could maybe not serve you by just telling yourself that story all the time. And we've all done that. Oh, I just, I hate getting up in the morning. I can't wake up early in the morning. I'm not good at waking up in the morning or I don't like lifting weights or I don't like working out or I don't like fill in the blank. Right. And, and I think that's, I think that's kind of what Jocko says. Like sometimes, you know, he was on this, his episode and I'll link to this episode. Yeah. And they were asking him, so what do you do when you don't feel like getting up in the morning? And the podcast host was like, I think I know your answer, but he was also maybe thinking that Jocko might have some really, you know, creative, unique solution. And he said, and the podcast host was saying like, some things I like to do is I like to set my clothes out the night before. And I like to make sure that my workout is, you know, thought out. So I don't have to worry about that in the morning. I know what I'm going to eat for breakfast. Mm -hmm. And Jocko's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all that's great, but like, screw that. Just get up and go work out. Who cares? (laughs) You know, it's like, what are you doing? You don't feel like doing something. You just do it. You know, and this is again, coming from a guy who might be one of the most disciplined human beings on the planet. And I think sometimes like to your point, most part of what gets in the way of being disciplined is we, we, we make a bigger deal out of it than it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you just do it. 
whether you and, and you don't you don't take into consideration your feelings like i don't i don't feel like working out today or i don't feel like writing content for for my business or i don't feel like you know making these extra calls but i definitely think it has a lot to do with the, the story you tell yourself around whether you're a disciplined person or not or in a particular area of your life um another thing i liked that he said on the podcast is he said humans, we can like future pace as well and to use that to our advantage. So for example, when you don't feel like getting up or working out or I've been trying to write emails lately for, for family brand, just some of that backend stuff that just no one's asking you about it or holding you accountable other than yourself. And it just feels a little monotonous sometimes, but any, anything like that, he said, just future, future pace yourself and being like, but how good will it feel if I go to this, you know, if I do get this workout in, in one hour, how, how will it feel like and put yourself in that place? Or say I do devote one hour of writing content right now, or you're writing a book or whatever you're doing. How will it feel if I do what I've committed to do in one, in one hour, I know I'll feel, I'll feel good. So I'm just going to like do it right now. Yeah. And even, and even if you, you truly do not feel like working out, and let's say that you normally, you know, you have a one hour workout plan, even if you show up and do what you would consider a crappy workout for 10 minutes, you're still going to feel better about that than not going at all. Or let's say, you, you know, writing emails and you've planned out, like I'm going to write four emails today to be sent out to our email list and you get half of one email written, you'll still feel better than not having written any emails. And so sometimes it's just, it's just, you just do it anyways and you show up and sometimes your effort is amazing and, and the outcome is great. And sometimes, you know, it isn't, but I, I do think sometimes we think of all these, these hacks and all these ideas and strategies of that will help us be disciplined. And, and, and Jocko wasn't saying those are bad. He's like, yeah, that's great. Do it. And independent of that, and, and this idea that discipline equals freedom, it's so true. You know, if you want, if you want the freedom to have a body that will allow you to go do the physical activities you want. It's like the, the discipline of taking care of that body creates that freedom. Or if you want the freedom to be able to create experiences with your family that require an investment of you know time and money, it's the discipline that actually creates that freedom and makes it possible. If you want the freedom to you know own your own business or do your own thing, it's the discipline that's like, so that discipline equals freedom is so, so simple, but so true. And, and freedom meaning you can just do what you want. Like you, you, you live life on your terms. Like life doesn't control you. You're in control of your life. You're a creator. And I think about, you know, our, our, our boys t-shirt business, create, create or complain. You know, a lot of the things that I find myself complaining about, it's just, I can, if I was just, it's a lack of discipline, but when I'm disciplined, it's, I'm, I'm in the position of, of creating and, and look, I actually think that one of the the most difficult or I think one of the most important areas to have discipline around is when you have a family, especially when they're little and they're involved in activities. It's like, even if you're disciplined, it's still going to be challenging at times just because it can feel like chaos. So if there was ever a situation or, or, a, or a team or an organization, if you will, where discipline really would create freedom or, or minimize the amount of chaos, it's in a young, busy family where you just have a lot of things going on. But, but a lot of times we think that, well, I don't, I, I just want the freedom to do what I want. I want the freedom to not have a schedule. I want the freedom to like eat what I want. I want the freedom to spend my time how I want. But if you do that 
for too long without discipline, you actually become enslaved. You know, like you, we all know people who just absolutely ignored their health for years on end. And in, in some sense, they could, they could argue that it was in the name of freedom. Like I was, I was free though, ate what I wanted, did what I wanted, didn't go to the gym, didn't have to waste my time in there. But now years later, when the effects of that have taken its toll and they're not able to really do hardly do any physical activities or they have major health concerns, you, you know, you, you would ask them, do you feel free now? They'd be like, no, I'm a prisoner to a body that's enslaved me. And because I didn't have the discipline. I remember reading somewhere recently about this very thing and it, I don't know, had me see it in a new light, particularly around health. It said you can choose like that you're, it, it will, you always have to make a sacrifice, but will you be making the sacrifice now? Um, and that'll look like time in the gym or, um, you know, more intention around what you're eating, but in the long run, you'll hopefully live with longer health, um, and sustained energy to like live a longer, fuller life, or you can make the sacrifice later. Yeah. I love that. It's like, you're going to pay a price, Mm -hmm. but will the price be a cost or an investment? Mm -hmm. But there will be a price paid in any area of your life, right? Like if I've neglected my family for, I just saw an entrepreneur yesterday posting on Facebook, heartbreaking. And I, I know this guy and I followed him for a long time uber successful, I think, to the point of maybe a $100 million company and was posting in request for any friends of his on Facebook to pray for him and his family because his wife has asked for a divorce. Mm. And he's like, I would give anything. I'd give it all away. So there's a potential. So he's potentially going to pay a price in the form of a massive cost versus paying the price on the front end in the form of an investment. Both are sacrifices, mm-hmm. but one leads to freedom and one leads to bondage or chaos or just not a happy situation. And do you feel like, like in the example you just gave that he, like, was he saying that I failed my family? Uh, He didn't come out and say that, but he's like, yeah, I've, I I had this backwards. Mm. Like I I spent way more time building a business than I did building my family, but fill that in with anything. I spent more time doing this than Mm -hmm. building my health. I spent more time doing this than building my, you know, financial stability. I spent more time doing this than you know, building my spirituality and it's, do you want to pay the future cost or do you want to enjoy the the future dividends of your investment that you made because of discipline? I know I'm guilty of that. Sometimes I found this meme once that I was like, Oh, this is so me. Like, I just want to be free <laughs> and like not tied to a schedule or not tied to commitments until one, like soon thereafter though, it feels like, I have nothing, nothing in my life is like in order or working. Just, yeah. Nothing is working. And I'm just running around in chaos. And then I'm like, no, I like want to come back to like to the discipline. So for myself, I would love to get to where it's like, I don't have to like fluctuate so much between, between the two where I have more consistent discipline. Yeah. That's interesting. That's, that's actually, I think really profound that most, most times in our lives, myself included, what, what, what causes me to get back into discipline and back into a structure is the pain of the dysfunction, the chaos, you know, it's almost like you start experiencing that cost, Mm -hmm. but now, and it's like, man, life would just be easier if we just, if we just always committed to the structure and the discipline because structure does, that's, that's the thing that's so interesting is like structure does actually create freedom. Discipline does create freedom, but in your mind, it doesn't, it's like, no, I want the freedom. It's like, you know, the story of the young boy who's out flying a kite with his dad and the, the kite's flying really well. There's a breeze. The son's like, I want the kite to go a little higher. 
And the dad's like, let out some more string, you know, and he keeps doing that. So finally, there's no more string to let out. The kite's as high as it can go. And the son's like, well, dad, I want to go even higher. And the dad's like, well, there's no string left to let out. You can raise your arm up, you know, so he does that. He's like, well, how do I get it higher? He's like, that's as high as it goes. And he's like, well, can we cut the string? And the dad was about to tell him like, well, if you cut the string, it'll actually fall down because the kite requires that, that structure, if you will, that discipline, that tension to stay up. It's actually, but he wanted to teach his son a lesson. So they cut the string and the kite flies a little bit higher, but then it flies very chaotically and then eventually crashes and the son was confused. And he's like, the string was holding it back. And the dad was like, well, the string was the one thing actually holding it up. And it's like that same thing I think in our lives is like, sometimes I think the things we think are limiting us are the very things like holding us up, keeping it all together. And like Mm -hmm. structure actually does lead to more freedom. Discipline leads to more freedom, but it's so counterintuitive sometimes. Totally. Even just this year, we've been trying to, um, just something that popped in mind that's applicable. We've been trying to have more structure around our mornings. Like we have certain times that we wake up with the kids because honestly, last semester (laughs) we were just coming out of a lot of homeschooling. And I mean, that's my excuse, I guess I'm giving right now, but. But yeah, we didn't have a lot of discipline around our mornings. No, we didn't. And our kids were late to school more than they were on time. They were those kids. (laughs) They were those kids. But this year we were like, okay, how can we not be that family anymore? And we've done way better. I think Tanner said today he's had three tardies this year so far, which is actually a major victory for us. But it is like that discipline of, okay, we have this set time we're going to wake up, these time we're going to eat breakfast, what time is the house or the car leaving the house. And as you're saying that, I'm like, that has made our mornings like so less chaotic and so much, I don't know, more more free. Yeah, and I feel I feel like ninety nine percent of the time now, our our whole family leaves the house to go to school for the morning, feeling in like pretty good spirits. Not every day, people are getting along. But the days where we're like, oh no, like, and I know we weren't saying this, but you could say like the days we were like, no, let's just let's just be free and eat when we want to <laughs> eat and get up when we want to get. They were chaotic and people were at each other and like people were mad and I don't want to take this in because I think we could. I think we've talked about this before. We've done an episode about agreements. Mm-hmm one of the things I think is a major contributor to discipline is agreements. And what I mean by that is making agreements with yourself and keeping those agreements and then making agreements as a family of like, here's what we're, here's what we've all agreed to. And we're going to do what we say we're going to do. And, um, I think discipline, it equals freedom, but I think discipline also equals confidence in yourself. You know, I had a mentor one time that said the fastest way to build yourself confidence is make and keep commitments to yourself. Like say you're going to do something and do it, have the discipline because then you start seeing yourself as a person that can be counted on, you know, and and there are some things though, that I will say that I think, you know, really do contribute. Like my friend Ben Hardy, who actually got to hang out with um, this past weekend at a Dallas Cowboys game, which was awesome. He wrote a book called willpower doesn't work. That's really awesome. And he said, you know, and, and when it comes to discipline, for example, around health. If you're trying to eat healthy, is it easier to have a bunch of junk food in the house that you have to like exercise willpower and discipline around all the time? Or is it easier just to not have any junk food in the house? And so some might say, well, you can bring whatever kind of food you want in your home and then you just got to exercise the discipline and not eat it. Or the discipline could actually start at the grocery store. You just don't bring it home in the first place. You know, and it's just, 
there's examples of that all over. And I think one other thing that they talked about on the podcast this morning that I thought was interesting is fear. You know, like fear can have actually have us not be disciplined around something because I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Like what if I fail or what if this doesn't work out? And I think one of the things that's helped me deal with fear or and continue to whenever I have, you know, fears or uncertainties come up is to realize your fear isn't real. And I've said that to people before and they're like, uh, no, like I'm afraid and it's very real and I'm not trying to be dismissive of like, but, but what you're, what you're almost always afraid of is the future. But the reason I say it's not real is because the future isn't here. So, so is it really a fear or is it a made up emotion about something that doesn't even exist yet that may never even happen? So that's really helped me to be like, oh, what am I afraid of? I, I'm, I have nothing to be afraid of. This thing hasn't even happened and may likely never happen. In the present, there's not a lot of fear. But yeah, I, I, I loved that podcast this morning. And I love this discussion. And it just, even even us talking here, having this conversation helps me see some areas of my life where it's like, yeah, I, I actually want to have more structure around it because I know that that structure and the discipline around that structure leads to more freedom. And, and that just has your life work better and your family work better. And I don't know anyone that would say, you know what? I just don't want my life and my family to work better. Mm-hmm. And by work better, that could mean work easier, simpler, more effectively, whatever, you know, more connected. Where, where would you like to add more discipline to your life? Around my spirituality. Like, I think there's areas where you can kind of look at your life too and realize like it comes to a point where if you've been disciplined long enough, I don't even think it requires discipline anymore. It just becomes a habit. And there's this coaching program I recently joined, this mastermind. And John uh, Matson uh, was talking about that. And and the, the the program is called Supra Human. And it's for entrepreneurs who are really committed to dialing in, you know, their their health, their physical fitness, and their leadership. And he said when you're evaluating your own personal values your top value should actually be the thing that you want to work on the most. So for him, his physical health and fitness is actually one of his lowest values. It's still a value, but it's low. And people are sometimes surprised at that. And he's like, well, the reason it's one of my lowest is because I feel like I've really gained some mastery over it. It doesn't require discipline anymore for me to do that. I'm just going to do it. And so I think there's certain things in my life where I'm, I've done it long enough. It doesn't even occur to me as discipline anymore. It's almost like I'm, I'm not going to not do it. It's just what is. There's other areas though where I realize yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing this as much as I want or I'm not investing as much there. That's an area where I could really apply some discipline and figure out the structure I need around it to get it to the point where it's just doesn't require discipline anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have been really good more consistently oh, throughout our marriage, but I feel like especially this year you turned 40 in January. <laughs> and I think we've mentioned this before, but Chris had this goal to be in the best shape of his life by the end of his 40th, 40th year. And you've done it. (laughs) Like you, I think you look good, you feel good. And I would say you definitely have, you know, accomplished, accomplished that goal that you have for yourself. And I can see though, that most days it's not like, am I going to the gym today? Am I eating according to, you know, how I want to eat, how I want to, meaning like staying within these parameters of, um, has been counting your macros, whatever. It's like just something you do now. Whereas me, I feel like if I were to add to this conversation, something that I want to do, it would be to add more intentionality to my, to my physical health because it's, it's still like a 
choice for me every morning. It's like, okay, am I going to the gym today? <laughs> what am I going to do there? So yeah, you're a great example of that. Thanks, Liz. I also think, you know, a worthy um, ideal or goal could be to strive for getting to the place where the most important areas of your life don't require discipline anymore. They've just become part of who you are and your identity. I could see that. Totally. Like for me this year, I've really been good at journaling. Like I journal almost every morning and that's like a spiritual practice for me. And it doesn't, yeah, now it's not like, am I, am I, or am I not? It's like, oh, this is something that I love doing and it's part of my routine in my day. Yeah. But I, that's why I say the most important areas of your life. Cause you might not be able to fit all of it in around that. Like you know, there might be, there might be periods of time where you've mastered something as a habit and it's like, okay, check. Mm-hmm. But it's like looking at the most important areas of your life, whether that's like family, health, your business, spirituality, like whatever it is and say, I want to strive to a point to have enough discipline around this thing and enough structure around the discipline to where it doesn't, doesn't, it no longer requires discipline. It's just part of my identity. Yeah. I love this conversation. Any final thoughts? Uh, just that, yeah, I think I really do believe that discipline equals freedom. See you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple and we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com, forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life than your family. One last thing, we feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.